everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up on the show today, Dan, the, the government's just just giving out money, Dan. Just willy-nilly, well, just throwing it around, <laughs> just making it rain. Yeah, I wish. Yeah. And so uh, uh, we're, we're going to... I mean, they, they're doing that for some. <laughs> I don't know. My... my, uh, my Gig economy unemployment insurance is is winding down, and I don't think I'm going to get any more. So, oh, I'm not excited. Oh, damn. about that. But no, I no the uh, the yeah, the government has found a very worthy repository for a bunch of our money, our tax money. And let me tell you, dear listener, he ain't gonna like it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. not. We'll, not we'll, not a good look. <laughs> we'll be getting to that. Um, but in the meantime, Dan. Yeah. There's some new psychological research, Dan. Okay. That uh, seeks to uh, link atheism <clears throat> to something, and I want to. I want to. I'm. I'm curious to to hear your response um, because is it is it STDs? Is it linking? Uh, atheism to STDs because I just because we're all sluts. No, we to, in, in fact, to uh, emotional suppression. Oh, 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 oh! Uh, I, yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> this is this is what I'm saying. Um, they did uh, they did this research on a group of 1,059 undergraduate psychology students. Uh, uh-huh. They surveyed them, right? And they about their religious beliefs and had them complete an assessment of their emotion regulation tendencies. Right. Okay. Um, and so about half of the participants uh, were Christian, uh, 30% were agnostic or non religious, uh, 15% identified as atheist, and oh, then okay. the, the remainder. Uh, was uh, a mix of Muslims, Hindus, Buddhists, Jewish, um, and then apparently a smattering of others. Um, but um, yeah, so what they found is that the self-identified atheists uh, were more likely to report engaging in emotional suppression, meaning um, they were more likely to agree with statements like, when I am feeling positive emotions, I am careful not to express them. Huh. Okay. Um, which, which is interesting. Um, they also took uh, eight atheists and eight religiously affiliated undergraduates. Um, they were recorded as they uh, described a recent experience that made them feel frustrated or annoyed um, and a recent experience that made them feel happy or joyful. And then they okay. had a hundred undergraduates watched those videos, right? Okay. And they, uh, they watched it with the audio turned off and they, they, re- they rated the speaker's emotional expressiveness their trustworthiness and their likability. Okay. And they just based on on seeing them, not hearing just, them, just watching them talk and tell this story that was an emotional story, right? Interesting. Um, and they had absolutely no idea about 
which speaker was atheist or Catholic or whatever. Sure. Right? Um, and they found that the the atheists were seen as less emotionally expressive on average when compared to the religiously affiliated individuals, right? Interesting. Um, and so they say, let's see, this is the researcher uh, speaking. He says, compared to non-atheists, uh, which includes agnostics and the non-religious as well as believers, atheists are not more likely to manage their emotions by thinking differently about situations. That was one of the, th I'm sorry, there was this other thing where they um, tried to assess after you've had an emotional experience, like, do you try to reassess the emotional um the emotions that you felt and the, the right. how strong those emotions were right uh, okay. and so he's saying that the atheists are not more likely to manage their emotions by thinking differently about situations atheists are more likely to resist expressing their emotions however and people huh. apparently notice this even if they don't know someone is an atheist interesting well i think these people have never seen an atheist get pissed off about religion because <laughs> they get fired up then i can um, tell you that right now yeah he says that um a poker face can be useful in poker in everyday situations however people who are hard to read can be seen as untrustworthy because they're basically unpredictable um this is a problem in the atheists as a group are already targets of prejudice because they're yeah. judged to be untrustworthy trustworthy so kind of like it's confirming what people have already been told right yeah oh that's problematic yeah um, you know here's the thing i mean i just just as a speculation i can see how there's a possibility that atheists just like all marginalized groups but even more than most marginalized groups because you can fly under the radar of you can always pass as a non-atheist if you want to sure so, but just like all members of marginalized groups, like, atheists have to be, like, a little circumspect about what they're, uh, what they're going to reveal about themselves. Yeah. In a lot of, in a lot of, uh, respects. But this is, this is actually disheartening news to me. Well, and the, the article about this, it ends with, um, this researcher, um, sort of explaining some caveats that, okay. that he sees um and uh he says uh the research wasn't based on a random sample of the world right and the docu True. and the documented group uh differences don't necessarily capture the experience of any single individual right well um, obviously. and then he says a more subs a substantive issue is that people in the big sample were surveyed at a single point in time mostly in emerging adulthood Mm. Uh, neither worldviews nor emotional regulation strategies can be expected to remain stable over time, right? And okay, so maybe true. there's kind of this sense also that um, younger atheists, college-age atheists, right, that maybe as they've sort of, they're still sort of testing the water, so to speak, of, of, right. of how people are going to perceive them. And totally. maybe they haven't completely found a circle where they can open up and be more expressive and maybe they've actually faced some bad you know um some people having yeah people having bad reactions uh to their atheism and so maybe they've, they've sort of become a little guarded i again i 
I don't know. I'm not a, a psychologist, but um, right. it does seem to me that like there are limits to this. But what you can definitely take as a as a potential conclusion here is that this age group might have some 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 issues. And Express so, your feelings, everybody. Come on. <laughs> well, I why like the article tries to like uh, talk about like well maybe there's a reason why some people are drawn to atheism, right? Because they're already like emotionally suppressed, and and, right. and it's like I don't think that's I, no. the case, right? Like, that's not it. I think it's because people are probably being guarded. It's because yeah. people know that there are risks um, because of their of how they see the world. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a worldview that is not without danger. Yeah, there exactly. are people in this world who will treat you badly. Mm -hmm. So you got so in all things you kind of learn to be careful, at least some people do. I never did, but you learn to be careful about how much you reveal of yourself to certain people. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. I think it's kind of uh uh I I hope they look further into this, right? And find maybe some different conclusions to make. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's a that it's it's. What's disappointing to me is not. Uh, I'm not disappointed in atheists, but mm. I'm disappointed in the fact that like. Yeah, I just I I want. These all of us to feel comfortable. Sharing our emotions, being emotional human beings, yeah. you know, and and and. Right, but when I, you, I, when you I, have it, a hard time just uh, expressing the most basic thing about yourself because you right. don't know how people are going to perceive it, right? Yeah, especially if you've tried and people yeah. have shot you down and, yeah. and made you feel like shit about yourself. Yeah. That's, that's so tricky. Yeah. So hard. But, like, I think as an adult, like, emotional expression, I guess I have some, you know, I have things that I'm guarded on and whatnot, but I, I also... Yeah, you're basically a robot. <laughs> But but I think that I I don't think that I have a particular problem expressing strong emotion, right? Right. Um, and but I think that maybe if you'd asked me when I was younger, that probably would have definitely been true or more true or whatever. Interesting, right? I don't know if you. Well, there you go. As a young actor, it was probably very different because you were going through a program oh. that was forcing you to face strong emotion. I'm pretty sure everybody around me wished that I would express less emotion. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Like that's, I know I've I'm, felt that. Yeah, I know you have. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Well, there you go. I'm gonna I'm gonna move uh, on to some other emotions now. Oh, that that actually does boggle my mind a little bit. Um, and, you know, because atheists have this reputation for either being complete assholes or like robotic you know yeah. like abed on on community or or uh <laughs> what what's his name on on the big bang theory or whatever right. like we have this yeah these this reputation but okay so maybe it's maybe it's founded in something i don't know yeah my friends aren't like that my right. awesome atheist friends aren't like that anyway uh I'm going to talk a bit about, this made a lot of headlines, a lot of news. Uh, recently, I, I did you, you probably heard about it. Um, there was a, a, a bit of a congressional dust-up in these United States uh, between Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and uh, a guy named Representative 
Yoho. Yoho? Uh, what's Yoho. Uh, he's from Florida, and I can't remember his first name. Uh. Steve something. Ted. Ted Yoho. Uh, and, here they, you know, they had a little bit of an ex a heated exchange on the Capitol steps. And then uh, she came back out, and he, she, in front of... Uh, in, fr in front of the press, called her a fucking bitch. Oh, I did. This must have been bigger on social media than. Mm. <laughs> I didn't yeah. see this. When did this happen? Uh, last week, oh, I think. Oh wow! Uh, so it not not a great look. No. Uh, and uh, Ted Yoho How was he he went to the to the floor of congress and made a non-apology which in which he declared that he a would never do that sort of thing because he has a wife and daughters and b he didn't say it and c he's really really sorry if anybody thought he said it and it hurt them but he didn't say it is there audio then, is there tape uh not that i know of oh, but enough but enough witnesses that it's like we know it happened. Right, okay. He, he was in front of pre members of the press, and they reported it. Wow. Anyway, then uh, AOC herself got up uh, a little, you know, a day or two later, and got on the Congress f congressional floor and said, uh, no, I'm not going to be spoken to like that, and I'm certainly not going to stand around and watch while the entire, while, the, while this body just accepts that non-apology as being okay, and she's, she had a great speech. Anyway... That, none of that is really pertinent to what happens on our show. What is pertin to, pertinent to our show is that Representative Yoho sat on the board of a, a group called Bread of the World, which is a, a, a Christian uh, charity okay. that works to provide, to, to sort of uh, help with with uh fam with with hunger people people suffering from uh from not enough food uh and they have now asked him and he has given his res for his resignation nice so boom consequences actual, an actual c christian group behaving like christians uh, behaving a little bit like christians it's <laughs> It's one of those rare sightings. It's almost it's like seeing an owl in its natural habitat. Yeah. You almost never see it, but like <laughs> No, actually I want to back off of something. Okay. I think that we need to get away from this idea of like Christians, oh, Christians actually behaving like Christians. Like right. Christians have this like, oh yeah, they're good people, right? Right. In, like it's no. just a given. Christians, oh, good people, right? Okay. Like I think it should be, oh, Christians behaving like decent human People. beings right yeah exactly I'll, okay so allow me to rephrase <laughs> ted yoho was acting like a christian uh-huh and then this christian organization <laughs> shockingly decided to just be decent humans <laughs> instead yes. of christians yes that's it and they uh they kicked his ass out that's fantastic good for them good for yeah. them being good people for yeah once. the way i i loved the way yoho uh concluded his little non-apology after he had said i didn't say the thing but if i did i'm sorry but i didn't sort of thing yeah he said 
I cannot apologize for my passion on or, or for my passion or for loving my God, oh, my no. family, and my country. Oh God. Yo Because that because a good a good straw man works so great. <sighs> no one's ever asked anybody to apologize for any of those things. Uh, <laughs> but Christians love to trot shit like that out. <clears throat> I won't apologize for loving Jesus. Okay, well, we asked you to apologize. For being an asshole. <laughs> uh, um, it's, it's like Yoho. Like, how's that spelled? Is it like Y O H O? It's so Y O H O. It's like you, you only hug once. Homo once. Oh. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. All right. Um, all right, Dan. Well, the Alaska Supreme Court. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Yeah, this could be really bad. <laughs> um, no, they've actually um, um, affirmed a lower court decision um, that um, that removed an, an elderly woman from the care of her daughter um, because the daughter had declined to treat the woman's epilepsy, uh, oh. saying that she would only use prayer. Um, oh. even in the event of a medical emergency. And oh uh, apparently this is very well documented that she would just, the, the, the mother would have a seizure and this woman would just start praying, you know. Great. Um, and so the daughter is only identified as Rachel O and the mother is identified as Tiffany O. And... Uh, the daughter Rachel had been claiming that uh, that this was a religious right because she had gone through some sort of like certification for some ministry or something or other. Oh my god! So she she was like, uh, yeah, she was she had graduated from a ministry school. Don't um, worry, I'm fully trained in not taking care of this person. So she was. She was able to, I guess, re quote, rely entirely on prayer in lieu of hospital care. Um, I, I am 100% qualified to not give the medical attention that this person needs. <laughs> exactly. I have the certification. Yeah. She's... <laughs> that's, so, that's terrible, Dan. I can't believe that's... that's I feel bad for laughing. Um, <laughs> But, um, yeah. yeah, so let's see. Um, I, actually, I pulled up this afternoon the actual, like, their, their, uh, their, fine, their document, right, the ruling. Um, uh -huh. And let's see, there were some really choice things that didn't make it into the article that I read. Um, let's see, Rachel uh, reported that when Tiffany had seizures, she prayed for her. Okay, I said that. Uh, she stated that it was up to Tiffany to self-administer her own medications. Uh, oh my God. She, she wrote that psych meds aren't God. <laughs> well, nor are they she's, not, she's not wrong about that. Nor are they life-preserving, <laughs> nor are they healing, right? What? Um, and so... She, she has clearly never dealt with... I mean, she knows about... Uh, ep epilepsy she knows about a full tonic clonic seizure and what it can do to a person uh, that, fuck you right um and so the court uh concluded that if tiffany required immediate medical attention the results could be fatal for this reason while religious liberty is a fundamental right under the alaska constitution 
the state's actions in this case are justified by a compelling interest. Yeah. So, uh, good, good. It, you, somebody's life is more important than their caregiver's religious, uh, you know, beliefs. Yeah. Because the because Tiffany, this is you know, was unable to. Not only was she unable to care for herself, um, she also had some some other. Um, um, issues going on where she, she wasn't deemed uh, able to. She needed a guardian. Competent. Yeah, she wasn't okay. competent. Um, and she had been in state I, care, but the daughter had like pulled her out of state care, um, which great. is why the state knew about the whole situation, right? Right. Um, and so they they she was under her care for a while, and that's obviously why the state got involved. <laughs> they were like, "Don't worry, oh, mom. Okay, I'll take care of you." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So a, was, a good a good decision. Thank you, Alaska. That's horrifying. For saving a woman's life. Oh my God. Ugh. Well, I am going to tell us uh, uh, some good news about uh, about a scholarship that is now that has become available. Oh, okay. Uh, this this is a it's it's a five hundred dollar scholarship that uh, that basically uh, any. 2020 high school graduate can apply for. Okay. Uh, and it's <laughs> sponsored by the Satanic Temple. Oh, nice. Okay, good. And uh, and it, it's called the Devil's Advocate Scholarship. Oh, boy. I love it. Put it on your CV. I, I'm very happy about the whole thing. <laughs> uh, and to apply for it, applicants must answer one of a few questions. Uh, so, for instance, w what initiatives have you undertaken that are consistent with TST's tenets and mission? Okay. Which I think is great. If you if you haven't read the Satanic Temple's tenets, they're actually much better in terms of uh, in terms of moral 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 guidance or whatever than the Ten Commandments. They definitely beat them out. Not also not hard to do. Right. Yeah, it's I mean, a low bar. <laughs> But not if you ask. Not if you ask a Christian, oh. um, or you know, applicants can uh, can. Yeah, there's a whole there, there, there's a whole bunch of different things. Uh, it's still open until. Oh nope, applications. Oh yes, it's 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 open until August thirty first. So so people hearing this now, if you've got, if you are a, a twenty twenty graduate or have a kid who is, uh, they may apply. Um, one of the another thing you could uh, you could do is answer the following question: Please discuss and describe in detail any one of the teachers who crushed your spirit, undermined your self confidence, and made you hate every minute you were f forced to be in school. <laughs> good, good for that. I love it. Good for that. Uh, apparently, the the scholarship does not have to be used at a college. It can be used for any education pursuit. Mm. Uh, nice. and, uh, okay. Yeah, I, I think uh, people should go to the uh, the 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 website. It's just the Satanic dot com slash pages slash scholarship. Nice. And they can they can apply for that. They should indeed. Very, yeah. Very good. I think it's cute. Well, Dan. Yeah. I I'm I want to play a guessing game with you. Okay. I'm gonna say uh, a sequence of sounds. <laughs> and 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 I want you to try to figure out what it is. 
Okay. Person, woman, man. Yeah. Okay. Camera, TV. <laughs> Saturate OC. Mm. I, I'm supposed to wait. I'm supposed to know what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What What do you think saturate OC is? Uh, I think it means uh, somebody pour a lot of paint all over Orange County, California. Hmm, not bad. Um, it is a revival group. You got the location oh. right. It is Orange County. Oh, okay. Um, all right. So Southern Southern California, everybody. Wealthy, beachy Southern California, right? Yeah. Sort of um, between L.A. and San San Diego. Exactly. Known as known to be quite conservative, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's a revival, religious revival group, uh, and they have been holding um, revivals in Huntington Beach, on the beach. Okay. Oh. Um, and the 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 good folk at the uh, at City Hall. Uh, they're not so happy um, about this because, of course, this is a time of COVID. This is a right. time of communicable, you know, Ill, yeah. disease, right? There is a pestilence upon the land. Yes, and these people currently. are ignoring it. Right. Wholesale. Anyway, um, as you know, California has uh, limitations on gatherings out, uh, held outside. Uh, I believe sure. they're capped at 100. Um, and then even then, like it's supposed to be socially different or, or distanced. Everybody's supposed to be wearing masks. Um, right. Well, three to 400 people, they estimate showed up on the beach. Most, I watched some video, not, not a lot of masks in view. Um, mm. and, uh, they performed baptisms. They sang, um, Let's see, uh, the, the organizer of it, she got up in front of everybody, she did a little speechy thing, uh, and she says, you can't cancel Jesus, right? <laughs> you know, in reference to the fact that the city was trying to cancel this event, right? right. So, um, apparently, even on the streets uh, leading to where the event was going to be taking place, they had those big, like, programmable road signs, you know, they'll say like mm. merge left or um, road closed on Wednesday, right? Those kind of signs. Right. Sure. Um, it's this said it was informing people that the event had been canceled, <laughs> <laughs> which I think is great, right? Amazing. <laughs> um, but a, U a Utah town had to threaten to turn the sprinklers on it to to an event <laughs> for one thing a couple months ago. <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, yeah, the, the police, uh, she, this organizer, Jesse Green, she told uh, people at the event that police had shown up at her door with a citation. Um, and uh, they were told not to hold such an event, um, and, but they do not plan on stopping anytime soon. Because, you know, yeah. they're, they're good Christians. Um, yeah, good Christians don't believe science. Good Christians That's equal bad people. Um, yeah. yeah, let's see. Uh, they have, they have indicated that they, this is like the fourth such event that they've had in Huntington beach. Um, and they've indicated that they will be finding a different beach in the future. <laughs> Good. Can it be in a different country? <laughs> no. Can that beach be somewhere else, please? Just 
do it online. Come on, guys. Oh, my God. It's so stupid. You can't cancel Jesus. Tell that to the Romans, first of all. But, like, <laughs> yeah, nobody's trying to cancel Jesus. We're just saying, please don't get together yeah. in the way that you normally do right. until we get this thing sorted out. Not, and then yeah. resume as you as as you please. Yeah. Not about Jesus. Not about your beliefs. Not, <clears throat> not at all. Yeah. Not even close. Yeah. This is not about you. Quit making it about well, you. But that's what these people right. do. Everything's about them, right? Sure. Well, I'll uh. tell you. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you another story about the same thing. Mm. Uh, and this one, I'm only telling, and I'm going to say this right up front, because I experience the phenomenon of Schadenfreude, and I really enjoy this. <laughs> so, uh, listeners may re remember the name uh, Jason Rapert who is an Arkansas state senator that we've talked about because he uh and and he's uh, because he's the guy that erected the uh the 10 commandments monument outside of this the Arkansas state capitol. Mm. Uh he's just so proud of himself. He he's if anyone's seen the Satanic Temple uh, uh documentary Hail Satan, he's the main antagonist of that. <laughs> and he's a giant douchebag. Uh, as is evidenced by the fact that he decided to show up, he uh, he made a quick celebrity appearance at a uh, at a big uh, church meeting. Um, this is a meeting now. Now, mind you, I should say this: Rapert has been anti-mask this whole time. When the <laughs> when the governor of Arkansas finally mandated them. Rapert was the qu was quick to say he opposed it on principle. Oh uh, he, he has described he he has talked about the pandemic as some sort of hoax. <laughs> so so you know, he's one of those. Well, he uh, he went and and did you know appeared at this Christian uh, this big Christian gathering this get together. As a as a as a sort of guest speaker, mm -hmm. and here's the problem: nobody was wearing masks. This was a, a a large gathering of people indoors, shoulder to shoulder, uh, at this worship service, and nobody wore masks. Well, good God, you you'll never guess what happened. It's shocking. No one could have predicted it. <laughs> Senator Jason Raybert is in the hospital having been diagnosed with COVID-19. <gasps> oh, that's what it was. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I Yeah, you you'd never have seen it coming. I yeah. You'd think that the the blood of Jesus would have protected him or something, but no. Well, uh unfortunately not. Now, he's singing a different tune. Oh. Quote yeah. Uh, through, we've through all a, been doing our ventilation, something. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, this has been a, this is a difficult time for my family, but we know that God is with us always. Really? Where was he when the virus was going into your body? They're watching. That's why you can't trust just, this guy, right? Right. Yeah, he's watching. <laughs> he's there and probably probably laughing too. Uh, we're quote We're sincerely grateful for the many prayers of love and support that have been expressed on our behalf. We've been doing our best to wear wear a mask, social distance, and be careful like everyone else. Uh, you haven't. <laughs> this virus is serious and can attack anyone regardless of age or general health. Okay. Oh, well, now you say that. Right. 
that's nice that now you've been convinced. Now that you're spending time breathlessly trying to fight for life on a ventilator. Right. Yeah, I think maybe it's serious now. Yeah, it's amazing, right? Like this, this is the, the big problem. Right. Is there yeah. lack of, um, is it empathy that they're lacking? I mean, they do lack empathy, but what is it? It's, it's their, because they don't uh, trust others. Yeah. Um, and you know, officials it's, and si people, people who know experts, right? Yeah. Well, the problem is that like the people who are supposed to be leading our president, uh, let's say state senators, for example, are making this, instead of making this about the fact that there is a virulent, awful pestilence upon the land, they're making it about some sort of weird political posture. Right. And so they've, they've put the entire Republican Party in, a, in the very odd position of having to try, try and, you know, walk that... that uh, what is balancing thing? <laughs> Tightrope. <laughs> My brain's not working. But walk they, that but balancing thing. They have to walk the the tightrope between their this bizarre political position that they've taken and the fact that people are dying, yeah. and it's their voters that are in the worst shape. I know. So I don't. All know. right. I, it, it, yeah, it's bizarre. It's absolutely. I, it is not like if you'd asked me, you know, seven, eight months ago, right? Like, what, right. what do you think would happen when a, when a pandemic comes along? I'd have been like, Jesus Christ, everybody is going to like hole up in their, in their home. And like, you would do everything. And I would have thought that actually like the people who are politically aligned with people who like preppers, right? Far more right. likely to be over there crazy preppers they see some yeah. threat coming and you would think that they would already have a stockpile of masks and be ready to put them on but yeah, instead, they'd be holed up with their guns and yeah. they're in their thing so they're just blithely marching around like nothing's yeah. going on and it's like you have literally been doing nothing with your life except getting ready for this moment <laughs> <laughs> and now you're just ignoring it well, and there's the other side of that coin, which is that if you had told me that same nine months ago that a pandemic was going to come right before the, you know, the year of an, of a presidential election with an incumbent who wants a second term, <laughs> I would have been like, well, fuck, we're going to have another another Trump presidency. Absolutely, yeah. Because it's just all it is is an opportunity to just be to win. Yes. To be awesome. And if you're and if you choose to be awesome about yeah. it and you lead the country through it effectively and safely, right. you guaranteed win that second term. All he had to do but was be he decided yeah. instead to do a headstand and start yeah. peeing. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing. Well, all he had to do was be the germaphobe that he is. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they can just just lead everybody down germaphobe road you know like just the, the one time that yes. that would actually be useful yes. and handy he decides to abandon it <laughs> it's it's the weirdest of all possible timelines that we've popped into uh, i don't know how we did all of those same preppers that you're saying aren't hiding from the virus are also not coming to the defense of americans when tyrannous government decides to start 
It's like, what the fuck? Well, oh. none of it makes sense, and that's where we are. Uh, if any of you would like to write into us about the fact that nothing makes sense anymore, please feel free to do so. Uh, our email address makes some sense. It's just podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yes. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. Click the like button. We don't do Instagram, so it's all you've got. Well, we do Twitter. Yeah, we do do Twitter. At TGI Atheist. And all, yeah. but you could also, while you're on the Facebook, uh, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. Um, it's a closed group, but you know we'll let you. We'll let you in. Yeah, we're pretty nice about that. <laughs> Stick around, guys. Hey, Dan. Yes? Um, we've got a confused uh, Christian on our on our hands what? here. We'd like to play what? some audio from him. His name's Carl. When has that ever happened? <laughs> His name's Carl Gallops. Yeah. Um, and he's one of these people who he doesn't really get what Black Lives Matter is, is about. And <laughs> Well, and, and he's he feels, pretty sure he gets he it. He feels... Like it's an attack somehow, right? The the people working toward, you know, uh, protecting the rights of one group, um, that it must be an attack on his group. Shocking. Shocking. It's shocking. Shocking. But let's let him make the case. Yes. I, I think he makes a very convincing case. He gets it. <laughs> he really gets let, it. So let's let's yeah. hear how him how him get it. <laughs> That's a good phrase. And of course, let me just settle it. I've got to do this disclaimer so I'm politically correct. Of course, black lives matter. Of course, George Floyd's lives matter. Of course, the legal system needs to deal with the injustices done, and it will. Of course, that's a no-brainer for people that love the Lord and people that love truth and law and order and people that love people. Uh, somebody asked me the other day, said, well, you must be colorblind. I said, no, colorblindness only sees black and white. I see all the colors. It's just, I don't care. I see people. I don't care what color you are. And so, but but in the midst of this, all we heard was Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. And the inference was, and some people went so far to say, only Black Lives Matter. Well, our response as Christians was, lovingly, no, because of Jesus Christ, all lives matter. I mean, Jesus said, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him. Paul said, look, in Jesus Christ, there is no Jew. There is no Gentile. Those are racial and cultural differences. There is no male. There is no female. There is no slave. There is no master. Now, there were slaves and there were masters. There were men and there were women. There were Jews and there were Gentiles. So what's Paul saying? He's saying, in Jesus Christ, all lives matter. It's, it's, you're, you're, you're not over or beneath each other when you're born again as brothers and sisters. So when we started saying that on the internet, oh my gosh, pastors lost their jobs. Religious leaders lost their jobs. Denominational leaders lost their jobs. CEOs of corporation, who I guess were believers or at least rational people, when they said it, they lost their jobs. Well, what is that? That's the spirit of Antichrist. Because listen, guys, if I can't worship on Resurrection Sunday, if I can't worship on the Sunday of the birth of the church, 
If I can't sing my, my praise to Jesus, now, liquor stores and big box stores and rioters, they're okay, but the church is evil. See, Rome's on fire. Let's blame the Christians. And then if I can't say all lives matter, that's the word of God from Genesis to Revelation. That's the whole purpose of the word of God is to declare in God's eyes, all lives matter. He's sacrificing his own son for us. That's the heart of the gospel. It's the heart of the New Testament. It's the last words of the book of Revelation. Yet the evil one has convinced the whole world that we cannot say that. I think he got a little confused in the middle there. <laughs> he, said, he was like, this is all about Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. And also, we can't go to church on, yeah. on Resurrection Sunday? Uh, that wasn't because of Black Lives Matter. <laughs> Somebody Pastor, that's not why we can't. That wasn't the reason. Right. I don't. I don't think he knows that. I think he blames uh, Black Lives Matter for the COVID nineteen. I think. I think he thinks they're the same thing. Uh, well, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's amazing how how much somebody can sit there and 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 say they're not racist, right? Over oh, yeah. and over and over and over and over, and then just pick up one racist trope after another. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Well, the whole, I mean, like, I, I feel like saying I'm, I'm not racist. Well, yeah, is a is one of the racist tropes. That's true too. Saying I'm not racist is the is a racist well, trope. And just so. saying I see people, right? Yeah. Whether or not you follow that up with exactly I don't see color or not. Oh my, um, right. Colorblind. I that would mean you only see black and white. So what's the implication <laughs> that you also see brown? Like. Yeah, like, great. Good for you. <laughs> You're amazing. What a what a re remarkable man uh, he must be. I just like and also like the whole like uh, if I were a person of color yeah. and I heard him say, I only I love everybody. I don't even look, I don't care what your what your race is. What I would hear is I don't care if your race experiences struggles different from my own. Right. Yeah, that's true. I don't. I don't want to think about that. I only want to think about us as the same. Right. So every time you say there's something different, I'm going to just go blah la 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 la. Nope, we're the same. I love everybody the same. Ha ha ha. Yeah. No, that's that's insightful, Dan. Did you just come up with yeah. that? <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. Uh, that was really good. And I know you oh, okay. come up with really good stuff on the fly, but that was really good. <laughs> yes, I, I'm amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sitting there, and I like I'm seeing like this whole like all lives matter thing, right? Like, like if you feel right the need yeah. to, to to say all lives matter when somebody says Black Lives Matter, right? Right. Uh, <laughs> it seems the, like you might be a racist. You've yeah, got you a might problem need to ask yourself it, some right? questions. Like, you've right. got you, there's, you've got you've got a problem, right? And you need to figure that one out. I mean, at least this guy did take the step because what's interesting is watching, like Black Lives Matter activists, just ask people who feel this same way, like, just to say, like, if you believe all lives matter, and you believe that Black lives are part of all lives, just say the words. Black Lives Matter. Then. Yeah, it's amazing how many people squirrel their way out of that. Oh, wow. They won't say Black Lives Matter. Hmm. 
So, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're a racist. <laughs> that guy. Anywho, yeah, just say Black Lives Matter, everybody. It's that. Yeah. That's it. They're the. It was very funny. I saw somebody. I saw there. There was a thing that was going around on on the Facebook or whatever that was. It said, uh, it was a conversation between two people. It was a screenshot of a conversation, and it was like somebody was like, "Blue Lives Matter," and then somebody else was like, "All." All jobs matter. <laughs> and then that per- the person who said blue lives matter said, yeah, but it's the police that are under attack right now. Oh, no. <laughs> it was like, wow, you made the point. You did it. That's awesome. Now, can you extrapolate? Are you capable of <laughs> using the transitive property here or whatever to, uh, yeah, anyway. That's hey, we had some folks write into us. Awesome. Should I uh, should I read some some of the missives yes, that have been sent in? Yes. Uh, this is th- this one comes to us from Miracle, who says, "Hello, Frank and Dan. My name is Miracle, and my husband and I are atheist. Congratulations. We were both raised in religious homes. My husband was a Mormon, but his parents were open-minded uh, and are okay with his beliefs and respect us. My parents, however, are very closed-minded, and we and we're extremely." religious uh religiously abusive my whole childhood well they are starting to be that way with our kids my daughter is five and loves harry potter and my mom told her it's evil because it has real witchcraft in the movies she also told my five-year-old about hell and burning in hell and her skin melting off and bugs eating her what my five-year-old tells my three-year-old that the this one day and it took me literally hours to calm my three-year-old down obviously she had a bad panic attack believing this nonsense i talk respectfully to my mom about this uh, about this telling her it's not her place to talk to our kids about religion that's what that's for the parents to do she then proceeded to tell me that she will not stop telling them the quote-unquote truth which is just her truth my husband wants wants us to stop letting her around the kids. She's my mom, and I would really not like to do that. I was hoping you guys would have some advice for me. I know you're you're uh, we're not parents. I know you're not parents, but anything would be helpful. Hmm. Well, thank you for for writing yeah, in. Uh, you're right. You you've definitely come to the right place with two non-parents uh, <laughs> to 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 guide and advise you. Well, I would say, I mean, just off off the top of my head, right? Yeah. Um, just keep it supervised. If you feel yeah, like she's going mean, to say that's... dangerous things to your kids, like, like maybe like the full on like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how bad this 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 is. It sounds bad, um, but maybe the whole pulling the plug entirely might be a bit much. But supervised, maybe might be a nice way to well, start there's that. But there's also the option of talking to your mom and just saying, look. The way that we feel is, if you're going to keep saying these things to our children, we are going to take our children away from you. Oh, yeah. So lay out the you, lay it out. So we don't want to do that. We want are. you. We want you to have a relationship with them. We love you. We love them, and we want them to love you. But we're not going to let them see you if you're going to go against our wishes, and uh, and talk to our children in a way that we don't like. And you, you can even make an analogy and just say, 
I don't know. Just say you wouldn't have let somebody talk to me in a way that was disrespectful to your beliefs. Right. So why would you? Why would I let you talk to a, to my children in a way that's disrespectful to my beliefs? Right. But but her beliefs are right. Yeah, and and she's going to come at you with yeah. that. So I don't. And I'm not saying you should do this. I'm just saying it's an option. Yeah. But I mean, putting down a boundary like that and just saying there there are distinct and absolute consequences to this and we'll hold to right. it uh i think grandmas usually want the kids in their lives and i yeah, think but that religious if you say people that, can be fucking crazy right it's true it's true and i make no guarantees yeah. about this uh so just know that none of this is none of this comes with uh a, a guarantee that it's going to go well yeah and you know your mom and we don't know your mom yeah. so you're the only one that can can decide like how this works but god damn it t telling a five-year-old that's wretched that their body is going to be destroyed and like that is abuse i don't care if you believe it or not yeah. that's abuse to a five-year-old yeah. you don't tell five-year-olds about like you know you don't tell a five-year-old about murderers coming to kill them or whatever. You, even if, and that might be true. Yeah. There might be murderers in the world. Right. There are. We know there are. Yeah. But you don't say that to a five-year-old. No. No. So, like, the truth or not truth of it has nothing to do with it. Yeah. I mean, like, why? You wouldn't let the child see a movie that had that kind of content. Right? Right. Like, and, uh, guaranteed this grandmother wouldn't. Right? So, why? why? Because it's just religion like how is the fact that it's religious a religious story or whatever how does that inoculate the child against <laughs> the damaging against the the trauma yeah, of, of of something horrific skin melting yeah, yeah. i mean, would never let a child watch that in a movie that. i shield yeah. my eyes at the end of the, the, the <laughs> indiana jones right like <laughs> When that wax person melts. That's oh, the worst thing. I hate it. Oh, Have you seen yeah. that recently? Uh-huh. Oh, nightmares, Dan. Oh, it's terrifying. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I think Dan gave good advice on this. So go yeah. with that. Uh, good luck. Uh, and, and, and no, but your advice was good too, Frank. If, if that feels like too hard a stance, then just don't let them hang out with grandma if one of you is not there. Yeah. Yeah, and that sucks because then she can't like babysit for yeah. you or whatever. And grandmas but... are nice, cheap, i.e., free <laughs> babysitters, babysitting labor. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Anyway, good luck. Let us know how things go. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, that's that's as good as we're gonna get. Other for for better advice, seek uh, like professionals or real parents. Yeah, one of the two. I, I like it though when people like use this like the atheist and Landers. You know, like <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh my gosh, don't take advice from a podcast, you guys. Um, <laughs> Wayne has written into us. Uh, this is about, you know, we, we've, we've talked a few times recently about uh, pronouns the, and the fact that in English they are gendered oh, yeah. and the, yeah. the problematic nature of and that. We, have, we don't have a solution. <laughs> and we don't have a, yeah, well, I mean, there are solutions. I just don't like well, them. I'm we, grumpy about them. I, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're personally grumpy yeah. about them. Uh, Wayne wrote in to say that, uh, ironically, in the Islamic Republic of Iran, where Farsi is the predominant language, they have always had only one pronoun for men and women. Really? So, uh, boom. Uh, he wrote what the pronoun is, but he wrote it in Arabic, and I have no idea how to pronounce it. It's just squiggles. 
look at that beautiful pronoun. I have yeah, no idea I'm what sure. to do with it. It's 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 quite lovely. I don't even know if that's Arabic. I guess it's not Arabic if it's Farsi. Right, Do they use the Arabic alphabet? I don't know. It's squiggles. You're, you're is getting what I'm yourself saying. into some trouble with Persians. Like, well, they 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 can deal with it. <laughs> no, um, um, you could plug that into uh, like Google Translate, Dan. And yeah, you could probably get it to actually say it for you too. I yeah, probably. Anyway, the point is when. Iran is ahead of you know when 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 a Muslim country is ahead of you on uh, gender non-specificity, ugh, you know you're you're struggling. But language is weird. <laughs> yeah, language is language weird. Language is indeed very weird. All right, uh, Max in Mississippi wrote into us. Uh, he, Max says, first, love the show. Obviously, we're amazing. <laughs> Second. You read a letter from a fellow who lost his faith because of the election of Donald Trump. The exact same thing happened to me. Really? I had never had any bad experiences in my church, Episcopalian, hmm. and my con congregation was pretty out front on social issues. Hmm. We, call, we called female priests, accepted LGBTQ members, performed same-sex marriages, and recognized that the Bible and Christianity were part of, an, were part of evolving traditions. I was happy in my congregation in my congregation until November 2016 then I suddenly heard people chortling about the election of Mr. Trump and the supposed humiliation of Secretary Clinton. I heard racial slurs from people I had once respected. Ah. Others found ways to square their religion with their support of a man who seems to defy every tenet of Christianity, right? Suddenly grabbing women by the pussy was something everybody said. Was something, yeah. The, Max did not write the word pussy, by the way. Um, grabbing women by the blank was something just everybody said. I knew in that instant, instance, uh, or in that instant, that my face, faith, man, I can't talk today, was mortally wounded. After the election, I came to realize that even moderate or progressive religion was as was a dangerous position. It lent legitimacy to the fundamentalists of the world who would cynically or even devoutly uh. use religion to enrich themselves, aggrandize themselves, and harm others. Mm. For society to improve, the whole thing had to be uprooted and tossed into the compost heap. Religious liberals might like to imagine that they are fighting a battle for the soul of religion, but they do not realize that they have been utterly routed the fundamentalists and reactionaries control Christianity and most other faiths because the faith lends itself to those to those uses. Wow. I thought that was a really powerful point. Yeah. So there you go. I uh yeah. I I think it's it re religion's pretty much poisonous. I I love this notion that like the election of Donald Trump actually shook people out of their religious be their their religious sort of complacency or or, yeah. or stupor or whatever. I, I, That's amazing. Yeah, I and I don't want this to because I'm always trying to look on the bright side of things, right? Um, <laughs> and I don't want this to come off wrong. But as long as we can get him out in the fall, right? As long yeah, as he doesn't right. get a second term, um, I'm hopeful that we that that it's it's that this has woken a lot of people up, right? Um, and yeah, that, maybe. and that, that maybe on the other side of of Trump's four years, um, maybe we can make something a little bit better. 
out of our society. It may not have been only disaster. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> if if we can do that, then it will it won't have been for nothing, right? Um, right. But I mean, I'm all, I also the the flip side of that is I'm also not that hopeful right now that this country can that that, that we can say the things across the political divide that need to be said and have the other side hear it right both well and that might go for both sides yeah. we 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 have to listen if we want to be listened to um yeah and compromise f- can feel really icky when you think the other side is completely uh evil so well especially when they refuse to compromise well then but the, and I that, think... yeah that's true too but maybe once we're in power they'll be willing to compromise right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds totally plausible. It's not. It's not. We're fucked. Hey. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, listen, we had some folks, uh, some some lovely people decided to donate to it's us. True. And I am going to start us off by uh, by mentioning uh, two people that, des- that decided to subscribe on PayPal. Fantastic. Uh, Brittany and John are are both new new deacons. That's fantastic for us. And I really appreciate that. Thank you, guys. Uh, you got some people on, on pa- uh, Patreon? Yes, we do. We have two. Uh, well, we have actually four, but we have two new priests. Um, okay. Uh, wow. And two new teachers. Um, so let's see. The two new teachers are uh, Isaac and Rocky. So thank you to the both of you. And the yeah. priests are Rebecca and Wayne. Thank you, guys. Oh. You guys, uh, like with the with the deacons over on PayPal, you guys can do the whole sacrament now. <laughs> yeah, now we can you, finally you got have a, whole, a sacrament. <laughs> like the bread and water is going to get spread all around. Oh. Hallelujah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a uh, it's a glorious yeah. day. Uh, what, thank you guys yeah, so much. What they all did is uh, they went to thankgodimatheist.com and clicked on the support tab. Um, where there are, are options laid out. Um, you can go to PayPal. You can go to, over to Patreon um, and sign up for whatever level you you want to sign up at. And then yeah. also, as our Lord and Savior, our top donor, in fact, oh. uh, we need to thank someone very special, Davis! Oh, thank you! Amazing! Thank you guys so much, and, uh, and uh, yeah, you're you're keeping it going. We love you. Hey, Dan. Hey. You know, there's something that uh, historically the Catholic Church has always just lacked. They just have had none of it. And, and that's <laughs> money. Is that money? money? Is that what you're yeah. going to go? Yeah, okay. they've, they've just never, they've always had such a hard time like, yeah, it's, collecting it's up been money. A, it's been a rough one for, for the Catholic Church. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, it's it, it's not like half of their edifices are, you know, coated in gold. <laughs> I mean, they have had recent troubles. Um, oh, yeah. I mean... The Vatican itself, COVID-19, has obviously hit really hard because they rely so much on, uh, 
you know, uh, the, the, the the tickets. Male prostitutes? Yeah, that's, that's true, oh, too. Oh, right. No, uh, the Vatican Museum tickets, ticket yes. uh, proceeds uh, to help pay for, like, almost everything. Um, right. And, I mean, they have investments and all that kind of stuff. But then, you know, you have all these uh, dioceses uh, here in the United States that, have, that are uh, essentially going bankrupt because they've been sued by people who were molested by their priests. Right. Uh, and these court fine these court decisions have you know seriously impacted the financial stability of, of some of these these dioceses. Well, a lot of the time it doesn't even get to the court cuz they settle and out of court, they ha- but they have yeah. a program to settle um, where they actually kind of discovered that in this article. I didn't realize that they were just setting up funds to just be like, hey, if you just sign this, we'll give you some money and don't sue us. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, it's literally at this point, there's just like, you know, there's the at the end of every mass, there's a communion line and everybody goes and lines up there. And then there's the line that you line up to get paid for <laughs> having been raped by a priest. Jesus Christ. Um, so, but anyway, uh, the point is they've been uh, appropriately... Uh, uh, their their funds have been hit. Struggling. Yeah, they've, been, they've been struggling yeah. a little bit. Uh, but yeah, not a, so a more. A bunch of dioceses. No. <laughs> no. Not in this no. country. Uh, thank, they are saved. Uh, and that savior comes by the name of COVID-19. Uh, and Donald John yes. Trump. Uh, the, uh, the, 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 what was it? The Payroll Protection program or whatever it was the ppp money yeah. that has uh been trying to prop up america's small businesses during our economic struggles right now um right. and and it's and it's and it you know th- these are much needed funds and they work they 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 basically refund the business for having kept their payroll up during a time when they're not making money um, right. and they also, this money can also go toward rent and utilities, right? So it's like, it's like, keep your business open. Yeah. We know that like, you're not making any money. This is meant to be for small businesses yes. that are going to be struggling. Like a little, you know, a little mom and pop shop or yeah. whatever. And you know, you're, we, we are, and, and there are rules about yeah. it. Like you have to have, you can't have, you got to have under 500 employees yeah. Uh, otherwise you don't qualify. You're too big. Right. Well, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen a Catholic diocese, but the big ones have well over 500 employees. Right. Like we're talking about a whole bunch of different parishes. We're talking about schools. We're talking about all this stuff. Right. They employ a lot of people. It's a big fucking organization. Right. And so, but, and yet, and somehow they have found their way into over a billion dollars of PPP money. Yeah, it could be as high. It could be as high or higher than three and a half billion dollars yeah. to a church from the American government. From the American now, people. Our yeah, money went in. I don't that. know if I don't know if any of you have read this thing that we have here that we like to call the Constitution of the United States of America. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, it's this weird document. It's written in old-timey language and stuff, so <laughs> it does it doesn't make a lot of sense. Maybe that's why uh, I've never heard of it. But one of the things that it, yeah, probably. 
Uh, but it does have this this little phrase that says that you know, American the 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 uh, the government and the churches are supposed to keep themselves kind of separate. Yeah. But uh, that didn't stop a megaton of government money just flowing, not just to the not Catholics, but to churches across yeah. the country. And here's the thing. They didn't report. They didn't want to tell us anything about who got what money, yeah. but they told. But because of because like the AP and a whole bunch of other people filed a lawsuit so that they would reveal it. They did reveal some stuff, mm -hmm. uh, including the fact that around nine thousand Catholic entities received loans. But the, but here's the thing: we don't even know what. It, like the only ones that were revealed were loans that were over. We need to stop calling them loans. They're not loans. Right. It's a fucking giveaway. It's a grant. It's, a grant. Yep. it's free money. Yeah, because it, it, uh, as long as you, as long as you use it properly, yeah. you never have to pay it back. So a loan you don't have to pay back is not a loan. <laughs> but uh, but yes, anything that was given under a hundred and fifty thousand dollars, they didn't even report that. So. We don't. We have no idea how many yeah. how many of these organizations got one hundred and forty nine thousand yeah. dollars. It's ridiculous. It, it, it's it's really dis ridiculous. It's really disgusting when you think about the the sums of money and you think about think about your own community and think about the businesses that you're already aware of that have closed, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know whether those places qualified or got some PPP money or what, right? But the fact of the matter yeah. is, is that the, 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 our small businesses in this country are in serious, serious trouble. Um, and that money, who knows what good it could have done. And, and there, I mean, there is an argument that, that, that and, and it's their argument that they have employees, and they're they have right. a payroll that they're trying to protect <laughs> through this program, um, and it's just that we've we just don't do that. That's 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 that your religious organization. You have your source of, of income. You you were also uh, not taxed by this government, and now you're yeah. getting like like you could like the argument is that these small businesses have been paying into a system. That is that is now providing a safety net in in a time of right. extreme and dire need. These churches have not been paying in, and now yeah, all and of a sudden even, they're supposed to be getting money to prop them up. It's, it's yeah, it doesn't work that way. Yeah, the thing is that there was a a there was a there were some behind closed doors meetings between the the Trump administration and a whole bunch of churches and they just got them to carve out a whole bunch of exceptions to the rules so the churches could just get free money yeah. and he, my concern and I haven't actually seen this outlined anywhere but my concern is and I'm guessing this is true look these when they file their taxes Churches aren't like other nonprofit organizations. Other nonprofits are required to outline exactly where every penny of money goes. Yeah. How, you know, it is a matter of public record how much each employee at a nonprofit makes, how, you know, every every bit of their uh of their accounting has to be uh 
has to be entirely accounted for. So another nonprofit, you know, a, a, a museum or something that took a PPP loan will know if they used it, how they used it. That will be clear. Right. It's very possible to me that these guys will never have to account for how they used this yeah. money. They could take it and just start paying off their, you know, just refilling the coffers after they paid off all of their all of their victims. Okay, but, but, yeah. and never, you know, and just and just invest it right. or whatever. But no matter what, like the this money flowing in and covering their payroll for for this yeah. period of time, the money that they would have used on their payroll, they can now move over to other things. Right. Right, like right. they don't even have to misuse it for this money to have like. It's a very good point. Go to to allow the refilling of their coffers elsewhere. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's so. Thanks uh, to the Donald Donald Trump and and Co. Uh, we now the taxpayers are paying for the uh the settlements yeah for all of these priests Absolutely. who uh who raped people Absolutely. so that's that's awesome <laughs> that's what we wanted was for the the was for to save the catholic church and churches nationwide yeah. all right well look uh, maybe there's maybe there's stuff about this that we're not seeing frank uh, i i would maybe love there's to know what maybe it there's is. facets of this <laughs> That we don't understand. Maybe some of our listeners have something that they would like to weigh in on. You can do it. Please feel free to do it. Write in to us. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yep. Hey, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and click on that like button. And while you're on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It is a closed group, but we will let you in. Uh, also find us on Twitter at TGIAtheist. Yes, and speaking of social media, thanks to everybody that's helping us out in the Members Only Lounge and on the page. And also, big thanks goes out to the Red Rock Hot Club and to Gordon Johnston for the use of their music. And thanks to all of you for tuning in. We sure appreciate you. Bye-bye.